0: Hello, and welcome to this production of Minutia, written by J-Town and funded with a grant from Saratoga Arts. Our story begins in Amsterdam, New York. Thank you for listening to Minutia.
1: Can you tell me when you last saw your son?
2: Yes. He was going out to meet a friend. He didn't say who. He got dressed in his room and got his ski jacket on in that space over there. He told me he loved me. That was two days ago.
1: I'm sorry. Did he have many friends?
2: A few. More Facebook friends than anything. From all over.
1: Did he ever go out with anyone? Sometimes with Rachel. Rachel?
2: Levine. She's a friend of his. She works at the library.
1: I see. I'll talk to her.
2: Please, find him, detective. He's the world
1: to us. Yes, ma'am. We'll sure try. I just have a few more questions.
3: See to it, then, that the light that is within you be not darkness.
1: Finally, Father, we ask that you go with all of Jason's family and friends so they may heal of this human tragedy, his passing, a loss to us, but a release for Jason to be with you at last. Bless us who remain. Give us guidance so we can reconcile this loss and hope so we can go on in this journey to you. Amen.
4: Thank you, Father.
1: I'm glad I could be of some service in this time
0: of need.
4: Yes, you have been.
0: Miriam stands still, staring at the grave as the well-wishers touch her or hug her as they go. She cries softly as she mouths the words.
2: Go to God, my son.
0: Margaret puts her arm around Miriam and steers her in the direction of the waiting car. They both get in and shut the door.
4: It's a shame
2: Jackson wasn't here for this. We'll see him soon enough. Since I had to put him in that wheelchair, he's been a handful. Yeah. Have the police said anything? No, still investigating, I suppose. They tell what
4: they can. And you are bringing this up. Why? On this day of the Lord? Nice, Mama. Does the Lord have anything to do with this? I mean, we both lost someone we love. Is God a God of loss? Listen,
2: child, God is, period. God is love, not fear, not loss. Somewhere in all this, there's a blessing if we look hard enough. Well, at least it was a fine day. Margaret, you know I love you, but I feel like hitting somebody today, so don't give me an excuse, but I love you.
0: The car drops them off at their Bun Street house and pulls away leaving Miriam to enter and Margaret to greet well-wishers in for a gathering. Richard and Rachel, Jason's friends, arrive and enter.
5: I'm sorry, Miriam. I know I've said it before, but I'm sorry he's gone. I know, sweetheart. I know.
0: They hug. Rachel whispers into Miriam's ear.
2: He means the world to me. You are not alone in that, dear. Rest assured, we will all see him soon. I know you believe. Well, we'll all do some crying today, then tomorrow the sun will shine, and the next, and the next. Do you believe that, sweetheart? Yes, ma'am, I do. I know you believe. Now, <laughs> go have some punch.
0: Miriam and Margaret go to the corner of the living room to talk to Jackson, Miriam's husband.
2: How are you,
4: dear? Better. Um, you know. It's okay, Dad. Everybody's feeling it. Would you like a drink, hon? No. Margaret, be a
2: dear and go get Jackson something to drink.
0: Okay, but no rum. Margaret steps over to the table, but gets sidetracked by one of the guests.
2: Jackson, how are you today? Something wrong today? I'll tell you. We buried our son today. What do you have to say?
0: Mayor... I'm sorry.
2: That's what I thought.
0: She reaches down and grabs his hand and holds it.
2: Friends, I and my family thank you for coming, but you can all go home now and no alcohol anyway. (laughs) Seriously, thank you, thank you. My boy would have appreciated this showing of affection and I know how we can redeem this sudden loss. I want all of you to relate to everybody else, out loud, what you
4: can about our boy. Please feel free. Margaret? Well, one of the things I always admired about my baby brother was his ability to get himself in trouble. All his life, he would, I'm sorry. Miriam
0: puts a hand on her shoulder.
4: That's okay. One time, Jason was 10 and (laughs) full of himself. He managed to hook two girls into believing he was their personal boyfriend and would take them both to lunch, separately, of course. So he put them off as long as he could while he mowed lawns to pay for his date. Then he took his girlfriends to lunch at the Stewart's and broke up with both of them. There must be a lot of stories. Too many, I suppose.
2: I remember he was sad about that afterward. Despondent, really. But he soldiered on. Anybody else?
0: Rachel raises
2: her hand.
5: I remember the day we were at the library. I was at the front desk and the librarian asked that I give Jason a book to shelve. So I went looking for him and found him in the fiction IRV IST section, holding son of the circus, staring at the spine and mumbling repetitively out loud. Jason?
3: God be merciful to me a sinner. God be merciful to me a sinner.
5: Jason, what's wrong? Here, let me. God be
3: merciful to me a sinner. What?
5: I gently took him, still clutching the book, into the librarian's office. And after the librarian gave her okay, called Miriam. That was one of the scariest moments of my life. I didn't want to make this about me. He would have
4: wanted you to.
5: He had since improved so much. And I used to bring him our out-of-date magazines. He especially liked The Economist and Reader's Digest. And I would read to him a lot when he wasn't feeling up to it. Even though he was distressed by his illness, he still gave me good advice about men. You know who.
0: I
3: heard that, (laughs) Bay.
5: And we had some fearsome discussions about truth and love and God.
3: So, do you believe the Messiah is still to come? Yes. For Jews only?
5: For the righteous.
3: And who are the righteous?
5: The ones who honor and live up to the will of God.
3: And what is the will of God?
5: Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, The Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and all your mind. And further, to love your neighbor as you love yourself, both Torah.
3: Didn't Christ say that?
5: Yes. Was Christ a Jew?
3: Yes. If you had lived back then, would you have followed him?
5: I might have, if I had seen his
3: resurrection. I'm glad we had this discussion.
2: How funny. funny. He always told me he didn't believe anything anymore. It always concerned me. I don't know what he believed or not, but he sure knew a lot about it. The things
5: you find out. He was one, is one of my deepest friends, and
2: I am missing him now. We all miss him, dear. I remember a time when he would wander the neighborhood and into town, but I didn't worry, it's a small town. How much trouble could he get into? <laughs> Plenty, I can tell you. Turns out when he was 10, that Jason wandered downtown, crossed the bridge onto the south side, stole $3 worth of rolls from Pep's bakery, and was detained by APD. We had to drive over and unarrest him. He was sorry he stole the food. The police in Jackson and I made sure he was.
6: Dad? Silence. I want to tell you something, son. When we first had you, I swore that I would only discipline you with fairness, without flying off the handle or striking out at you. But you sure test me, boy. And the Bible says that never test your parents because it won't go well for you if you do. But you are my boy and you are too big to spank, so I have to reason with you. Whatever you think of me, you brought this on yourself. Pick something for me to take away, something important to you. Maybe then you'll remember this act and all the hassle it caused. How about my sister? Not your sister. I guess my model collection? Good, now remember,
2: He told me this year that he has never stolen another thing since.
6: Jackson wheels himself haltingly forward. I want to say something. He was my son, my only son, and I love him with my whole heart. When we had him, I didn't do any work. She did. We thought the best of the best. But we had Margaret, and she was no trouble. But he played baseball, football with me, and chess, slip and slide, with both kids.
2: Are you okay, sweetheart?
6: Of course. I'm trying to say something. I loved him with all my heart, and I miss him. That's all. Miriam and Margaret both give Jackson
0: kisses on his bald head. I have something to say about Jason. I came late to the party, I guess. I've only known Jason for two years, since I started to date Rachel. He always talked to me normally, like best buds. He let me understand him, and that was the big thing. A very good man. Thanks, Richard.
2: I know you all have wonderful stories to tell, and I look forward to hearing them. But right now, though, let's take a break for some punch. Everybody.
0: Several guests go to sit down while others get drinks. While Margaret fusses over Jackson, Miriam goes over to Rachel, who is standing outside Jason's closed bedroom door.
2: A closed door meets a closed heart. I looked in, then closed it when they told me they had found him. I haven't opened it since. No time like the present. We'll go in when all the guests are gone.
0: Richard approaches as Miriam and Rachel stare wordlessly at Jason's door Rachel finally asks
5: didn't get me any did you
0: no Miriam grabs the drink from Richard's hand I'll hold yours now go and get hers he shuffles off to the drink table
2: thanks you can't put up with that but I do I don't know why you're a perfectly lovely girl I'm sure some nice man would love to have you (laughs) No, Rachel, it's okay. Oh, clean up, girl. Here comes your drink.
0: The gathering dwindles to just a few, and after cleanup, the family gathers at Jason's bedroom door.
2: Well, follow.
0: She opens the door and enters slowly.
2: Yes, it's just as I saw it,
0: but no sun.
2: I don't know what I expected to see, right?
4: But you had to do it.
2: Yes, but why? My son is in heaven. I-, I believe in some state, but I guess I was fixated on the physical. What does your faith teach you, Rachel? Um, Not much.
5: Certain sects believe in the afterlife, certain don't.
2: It's not here. What do you believe?
5: I believe we will see him again.
2: The last time I saw him was in this room. He was rummaging in the closet, and I stuck my head in to ask him if I could help. He was frantically searching for God knows what, and I startled him.
3: Mom, come on! Son,
2: what's the matter?
3: Nothing, just nothing. Going somewhere? Yes, I'm meeting someone. Don't be vague. Who is she? He? He, she, both. Jason! Come on, Mom, I'm late. Did you move anything in here today? I don't go in your room,
2: you know that.
3: Well, you're in here now.
2: I'm leaving, and so are you, I guess.
3: Yes.
0: They both leave, and Jason shuts his door.
2: Come here, son.
0: She envelops him in a bear hug.
2: Mom! Stop it. You know I worry about you. Now, Whatever you do and wherever you go, please be careful. And be home in time for supper. I'm allowing this
0: because I know you feel cooped up.
3: Yes, Mom. He stops
0: at the front door and turns before leaving. Love you, Mom. So,
2: he's not here. Well, Jason, we all love you. It'll be difficult to move on. Yes?
1: Mrs. McDonald? Yes? This is Detective Fox from the Amsterdam Police Department. Do you
2: have any information about my son's death?
1: That has yet to be determined. We're still investigating, though, and we won't know until we know. Sorry.
2: We buried him today.
1: Yes, I know. I'm very sorry. But also, I would like you to come to the station and pick up a piece of evidence we no longer need a black binder with writing in it.
2: I don't remember him having a black binder.
1: It holds writings of your son's. We investigated it and found nothing of evidentiary value. We thought it might help you heal. Oh. Come to the window inside. Officer Dickinson will sign it out to you.
2: Thank you, detective.
0: She
1: hangs up, grabs her coat, and heads for the door.
2: Mom? Yes? Oh, that was the detective. He said he has something for me to pick up. I'll be right back. You all
4: can stay. Well, I wonder what it is. Hey, Beg, I need to leave. Why again? For that thing, remember?
5: Oh yeah, go on then, I'll find a ride.
4: I'll give you a ride. Home? Yes. No problem. No problem.
0: Richard gives Rachel a kiss on the cheek, then leaves. Miriam walks into the station and up to the window.
2: Officer, my name is Miriam McDonald. I'm here for a notebook. Detective Fox called me. Yes. Can you
1: sign this, please? Here's a pen. Come around to the door on the left, please. It's too big to fit through the slot.
0: She goes around, and the officer hands her the three-ring binder. Thank you. She goes to her car.
2: What do you have to say, son?
0: She opens the
2: binder to page one. The birds on the wire outside my bedroom window are like the the innocence innocence worldwide. worldwide.
3: They wait for seed from the feeders and forge in the remnants at the foot of the porch. They hide in the bushes at night from predators large and small, feline, canine, humanid. They sing to be free, to communicate, to inspire, to warn their brothers and sisters and sometimes just for joy. They fly in the night to distant lands and return to this life with every frightening noise. They wait, like all others, for peace to come, for surcease, for for life life to to end, end, to to dream.
4: dream. Oh my, this is Jason? Yes. What does it mean?
5: Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't mean anything. If it is symbolic, the birds could symbolize him, someone else, or something else. You could drive yourself crazy.
4: Sorry. That's okay. He wasn't crazy, just ill.
5: Yeah, I, I know. But he would often tell me he felt crazy.
4: Like he couldn't control
5: himself. Like he couldn't ever be himself.
2: Yet he was able to express things wonderfully in this book. And to you, Rachel, you must have been very close. Much closer than I knew.
5: We got to know each other well at the library. Working, eating, field trips. He was always so kind and strong. I admired him long before, you know, I never intended to fall for him
2: like I did.
4: You are in love with him? What about Richard? Are you
2: sure you want to bring up that subject, dear? No. I love
5: him for who he is. The kind, loving soul who helped me out so many times and gave me a chance to see him before he passed and show me the way to care. My ex nor
2: Richard did any of that. Read the next one.
0: Margaret and Rachel, turn the page while
6: Miriam stands over both of them.
2: Jackson, sweetheart, how are you
4: feeling?
6: Uh, Um, tired. Just tired.
4: We'll take care of you soon, okay? Yesterday, I took a walk from our porch down the street, past the Coolidge's with the southern-facing Lord Baltimore hibiscus, whose crimson flowers bloom for just one day, and the next fold themselves up and fall from the stalk past the rundowns and the up-and-comings, on the trash-littered sides with sparkler sticks strewn haphazardly, and the ghost-like circle and penumbra from a spent smoke bomb, to the end of the street, under the willow, north-facing, where stray cats skulk, and I swore I saw the black-white stripe of a skunk. Here I walked, with my head full of none of this, only of us and what we must face, now that you have given me this news, this wonderful news." Was he talking about himself or someone else?
5: Hmm. He seems to be talking of someone else because he didn't have any other interests, love interests that I know of.
2: And you would know?
5: I saw him almost every day. I talked to him almost every
2: day. I think I would know. I did think you were just checking on him. I'm sorry for misleading you. Well, it's okay. You're practically family
4: anyway. Practically? like my sister come
0: here she hugs Rachel
4: everybody loved loves him thanks now we have this and what shall we do with it
2: the detective told me they're still investigating Jason's passing so we have no idea what killed him we have this this black three-ring binder full of our beloved's writing so it seems, and and it's big. Tired. Yes, dear, in a moment. It's too big to read all at once and much too dear to rush through, so I will keep it here in a hiding spot that only I know, and you can read one excerpt a day. Mom! That will keep you coming around while we're all grieving and stretch out further the time we have with Jason, here and... Not here. Okay, I can work with that.
0: Miriam closes the book and gathers Margaret and Rachel around Jackson and hugs them all.
2: And now, it's just us. We are the ones who gave my Jason the most love during the last few years. Through his sickness, through the highs and lows, we saw him fall short. Well, now we are the ones who will go forward sharing his kindness and joy into the world for him and for us. Rachel, Margaret, go and visit any time. Mark, where are you? Oh, yes, you can go now. I'll take care of Jackson today. Yes, tomorrow on your usual schedule. Come here, guys.
0: She hugs the three.
2: I love you all.
4: Go in peace. Bye, Mrs. M. Bye, Mom. I'll call you later.
0: I mean, tomorrow. Good. Rachel, Margaret, and Mark leave. Miriam pulls up a chair next to her husband.
2: You know, Jackson, there was a time when we couldn't wait to be alone. Remember that? S-
6: still feel that, that way.
2: Oh, now, aren't you sweet?
6: You prettiest girl.
2: Oh, Yes. Poor Jason, he'll miss out on so much, but so will we. And now, no time for tears. What do you say, old Jackson? How about some TV and punch?
6: I'm tired, and a nap.
2: Okay, but your suit will need to come off. It's just us now, sweetheart, come on.
0: She puts the book in his lap and he flings it off onto the floor. No! She rushes and kneels to pick up the book from in front of Jackson. She checks it for damage.
2: Honey, I'm sorry for yelling. This is a very special book. This is Jason's writings. This is our son. How? Yes, this is Jason's voice to
6: us. Oh, not Bible? Here,
2: I'll get you undressed and I'll tuck you in and I'll read you some, okay? Okay.
0: Yes, bed. Miriam puts Jackson to bed and reads to him.
2: Stripe of a skunk. Here I walked with my head full of none of this, only of us and what we must face now that you have given me this news, this wonderful news. Okay, dear, now for sleep. I'll expect you to wake me up soon enough. I love you dearly.
0: She wanders into the living room, and sits in the blue fabric-covered recliner.
2: I don't know what to do. I'm so strong for everybody. Who's left for me?
0: She picks up her Bible and sets it on her lap.
2: I,
4: I know, I, I said I wouldn't cry, but here goes.
0: The next morning, Margaret calls her mom.
4: Hi, Mom. Margaret, are you at work? No. What time can I come over, you know, to read Jason's book? I
2: realize this is new, a new reason to come over, and you know you never have to ask to come over, but it seems we need a a protocol so I can have the book out for both you and Rachel to come see it. So I guess we need to know when Rachel can be... Five o'clock in the evening. (laughs) I see. Fine then. I will have the book and coffee and scones ready by 5 p.m. every day until we're done doing this. I don't know where I'll get the scones on such short notice, though. I'll go to Rosito's. Do you think they'll have them then? Maybe. If not, get any Italian cookie. Scones were just a, for instance. Tell me
4: when you see Grace again. Tomorrow... David will bring her at nine, then we plan on going to Riverlink for lunch and seeing the monument. She's never seen that yet? No. You know I only have partial visitation rights. I know, but how long were you married? Mom, must we? I already know I was a miserable wife and mother. Do you really have to rub it in? Really? I'm sorry, dear. I, I'm just nosy,
2: that's all. Maybe Jackson and I weren't the best parents either.
4: No, that's silly. I made choices. Now I have to learn what lessons the good Lord wants me to and be better for the people I love most.
2: That's very good, sweetheart. Stay positive. Now, call Rachel and let her know that... uh, What time was that? Five, Mom. Heavens. Now I'm getting what Jackson has. (laughs) See you later, Mom. Bye.
0: Rachel drives to Green Hill Cemetery, drives to the spot where Jason was interred, and parks behind the grave. She sits in her car, weighing her impulse to get out.
5: Yahweh, I still don't know what to do. This whole week has been terrible. You know, all I'm asking is to understand how such a good soul like Jason could pass away. And we don't know why. There's no rhyme, no reason. I know that you think ill of me for what I did. Maybe you understand.
0: She stares at the brown earth of the grave and restarts her car.
4: I don't know why I came here.
0: She drives away, but pulls over when her phone rings.
4: Yes, Margaret, how are you? Good, listen, my mom said 5 p.m. is fine to come over and read. Thank you, you don't know
5: what this means to me. I'm a mess. They said I could come back
4: to work today, but I I can't, I just can't, So, so many memories. I know what you mean. I was supposed to go back to work today too but I'm up at the lake trying to get my head together. I was just at his grave. I didn't know where else to go. Don't do that to yourself. Go to the park, go to the river, or just don't think at all. Go to the movies.
5: (laughs) Maybe, thanks. There's only one place I need to be today. So thanks and see you at five.
0: Okay. At the police station, Detective Fox receives a call.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Is that all inclusive? I see. Did you cross-reference that to a list of possible agents? I see. Yes, please forward that to me at once. Thanks. I won't be telling the family that. Not right away, anyway. Thank you for listening. Please tune in again. Players
0: for this episode include Adam Starnes as Jason McDonald, Richard C. Johnson as Jackson McDonald. Cheryl Charbonneau as Miriam McDonald. Katrina Wilkinson as Margaret McDonald. Aliyah Frazak as Rachel Levine. Roger Kennedy as Richard Crewson. Dave DeFazio as Mark Ingraham. Bill Nevitt as Father Fitzgerald. Kyle Jenks as Detective Fox. Laura Lee Whitlock as Officer Dickinson. Mary Lyford as Aaliyah Wirth, Robert Boyer as Young Jason, Homer Sharpino as the narrator, understudies Paula Hafe and Anne DePaul. Special thanks to the Century Club Amsterdam, New York, Tom Foster from Spinner Productions for recording this event, and Aaron Sickler of Aaron Sickler Music for sound effects. Special thanks to the Amsterdam United Methodist Church for providing rehearsal space during production. Special music provided by Gary Wager.